Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And now we have uh, Bill O'Reilly, the number one common sense Irish guy I know, <laughs> other than Peter King, of course. Uh, I'm not Bill's class. Last, Bill's night, class. last night, we danced the night away at West Hampton Theater. We had uh, that uh, group. The Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. And I can't believe that uh, my, was Mike Love was is 83 years old and he was singing and dancing on the on stage like like he was uh, 23. He's awesome. Bill O'Reilly, it was good to see you. Yeah, if you were making 80,000 a night, you'd be singing and dancing on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> If we'll I was making eighty thousand a night, I'd be taking a pay cut. There you go. <laughs> wow. I had to have a little bit of Irish wit. <laughs> How was it? By the way, what was your favorite song there, Bill? Well, I've been friends with the band for, um, uh, geez, got to be 25 years. Um, And they follow BillOReilly.com, Common Sense on WABC and, you know, my writings and books and stuff like that very closely. So whenever they're around, I go in. And uh, I think the best song that uh, the Beach Boys ever recorded, just as harmony, is Surfer Girl. And Love yeah. got in a little trouble because he goes, this is a gender-specific song. Oh. <laughs> some of the, uh, you know, loons on the left. Oh, yeah. But, well, um, I, I wouldn't go see it if it was Surfer Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not even for 80000 <laughs> So they did two hours. Uh, Johnston's 81. He's a, almost an original member. And then Love, as you pointed out, is going to be 83. They did two hours straight, no intermission, and it was all hits. And, and I mean, I don't know any other band in the world, including the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, who could do two hours straight, all hits. Yeah, they're great. They are great. Uh, Bill, what, what a, like an amazing, uh, uh, opportunity. I saw them a, a couple of years ago in Hawaii and everybody was singing like every word. I mean, it's so nice. You know, so much of memories and so many great stories. Um, I, Bill, I got to get your take also on Devin Archer, who came before Congress today. Lots of stuff is leaking out. Yeah, I heard Giuliani before on the program, and uh, I don't think there's any doubt of the big picture here. It's just the specifics got to nail down. And then the American people have to decide, and it's a totally different electorate than it was even 10 years ago. So uh, Joe Biden participated actively in an influence scaling scheme with his grifter son, who we knew was a grifter, his brother, Jim. Um, and basically, they were open for business. And Hunter and Jim would set up the uh, deals. And uh, China and Romania and Ukraine and Russia would pay a certain amount of money. And then the Biden family would use its influence to do what those companies wanted. That's it. There's no, it didn't happen. It did. Uh, They were selling influence. So is that a crime? You could charge with conspiracy. I don't know whether you get a conviction on it. 
But surely for the vice president of the United States, and you were debating whether he did these deals while he was vice president. Yes, he did. The Cafe Milano meeting was while he was vice president with some of these company members in D.C. Now, Biden basically, he's almost like, and I hate to use this, a mafia don. They don't want to know the specifics, okay? They don't want to know Burisma from the Chinese communist uh, utility company, but they're there to prop up Hunter and Jim and to any extent the deal could be done, they'll come on the phone and close it. I don't believe Joe Biden was involved in negotiations or any of that. Now, the key question is very simple. Did Hunter Biden pay his father? That's it. If he did, Biden's done. He'd be convicted in the Senate of uh, high crimes and misdemeanors, uh, even though he was vice president. doesn't matter. That is the question. Did he receive money, Joe Biden, from his son, Hunter? Yeah, and that's where they're watching. Uh, of course, today we even heard from um, Comer's committee, because it was the oversight committee, uh, that they're getting some new bank records for Russia, Ukraine, also Kazakhstan. That was the first time they talked about Kazakhstan today. So he said he's going to get these records any day now. He's also going to release the testimony in the next two or three days. But you're right, there's a lot of dots to connect. But Judge Weinberg, you got a well, question for Bill. Bill. Bill, the other interesting, it's one question that you correctly point out is, did Biden, the vice president, receive money for this? The other question is, what was done in an official governmental capacity in exchange for the money? And that makes it even worse if they can show, for example, the firing of that prosecutor. And the is timing. Related, and the timing. And the circumstantial evidence there is compelling, Bill. What do you say? Yeah, it is. But I don't know if you're ever going to do that beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, you don't need it for impeachment, though. That's not just standing in peace. No, but he needed for conviction. Um, so it comes back to did Hunter Biden put on his own laptop that he paid his father? As Giuliani pointed out earlier in the hour, and Giuliani knows because Giuliani was the first one to get that laptop out of Delaware. Okay, so Hunter Biden said, I paid my, I've been paying my father 50% of my salary for 10 years, whatever he said. But we don't know whether that's an exaggeration or not. We don't know. Now, what has to happen is Joe Biden has to answer questions under oath from the committee. That's the next thing that's going to happen in September. So the committee is going to subpoena him. Now, he doesn't have to go over to the Hill, but certainly he'd have to ask, answer questions inside the White House. And he'll block it. He'll try to block it with executive privilege and all hell is going to break loose. That's the next step. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that, that, I agree. He's got to come he over. Has to yeah. Answer questions. And if he refuses to answer them, all right, like, uh, Nixon, um, then I don't think he's going to make it anyway. I think Joe Biden is, his health is so bad mentally and physically that combined with this means he's done. And I, I wouldn't be surprised by Christmas if he's out. But now Comer and Jordan have a case to interview Joe Biden. And if he resists, you know, Biden can't win this. And and those of you who follow the political foibles in this country, Joe Biden cannot win. No matter how many little sleazy people go out to try to defend him, he can't win. It was a point where Richard Nixon could not win. 
Biden has reached that point. Who gets the nomination? Wow. Who gets the nomination uh, for Democratic uh, uh, for president? Uh, is it Gassim uh, uh, Newman or uh, Gavin, Newsom. Gavin, Newsom. Gavin Newsom? Gavin Newsom, yeah, California or, governor. Yep. Well, he wants it, but California's a wreck. It's a wreck. So it's a tough run. Klobuchar wants it. Senator from Minnesota who ran last time, and then you got Michelle up at Martha's Vineyard. So. At this point, I would say those three are the most viable, but it's absolute chaos within the Democratic Party right now. The really smart people know just what I said. Joe Biden cannot win this. You know, I mean, you just brought up Michelle Obama. I've always thought she's been waiting in the wings. Uh, how viable yeah, do you think that is? There's a situation going on right now at Martha's Vineyard. Uh, there was a possible murder. Or possible, oh, there's a death for sure. You're talking about the chef, right? The, who, the chef right. that died in, in a good swimmer in eight feet worth of Yeah, a, that's a almost pond. impossible to believe, but I don't. I, I can't go for the murder thing. I'm not saying murder. I tell you, You're just saying there's was, something. There's a death. There's, you somebody know, there's passed a away. Lifeguard. There's a former lifeguard. Most of these things happen when you're intoxicated. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, uh, Bill O'Reilly. I'll be listening tonight. What are you going to talk about tonight? Well, we're leading with uh, Devin Archer, and we're going to play you a clip of Casamitidis doing the limbo for the Beach Boys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll definitely tune in. I got the video. (laughs)